Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Justin Fields has great comments in regards to DJ Moore and continues to show his development as a leader. We're also going to grade the Chicago Bears offseason overall since we're pretty much done making moves. And we're going to also debunk a rumor from CBS Sports. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. If you want to follow me right off the top, you can do so at CEO Hayes, the CEO, H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we're on. But let's go ahead and get into the content for today, fellas. And, and like, it's more than just fellas, just and, and, the, and the ladies that like to support the channel. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. So Justin Fields, uh, just has recently talked about uh about DJ Moore and the acquisition there. Just saying how much he knows that DJ Moore loves the game of football, and he went on to say this: "I think it's important being a quarterback for me to build that camaraderie with everyone." His first night here, I went out to eat with him and his family. That was cool to get to know him a little bit. We didn't know each other that well at that point, but the more that we spent time we spent with each other, the more comfortable we gotten around each other. He's a great person, and of course, a great football player. Now, they hear that Justin Fields met DJ Moore and his, and his family basically right after they got off the plane, took them out to eat, and then we all know that they went to the Chicago Bulls game with him, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, and, you know, just how they've continued to build that camaraderie between them is going to be hugely important. The chemistry between a quarterback and his wide receivers can help take both sides even further. When you hear about Justin Fields and how he's continued to develop as a leader, right? We know that he's a franchise quarterback now. I think that's been firmly established. But you also want to have somebody who's going to be a leader and set the tone for your franchise. And that is what Justin Fields is doing. And that is what he he's embracing. Yes, we need it to come. We need wins to come for this team to continue to solidify that. But Justin Fields and what the team has been able to do so far has just shown how much of a leader he is and how much of a benefit that can be for the Chicago Bears team, and hopefully it pays off with that chemistry on the field, right? We already know the chemistry he has with Darnell Mooney. He needs to build that with Claypool, build that with Moore, and he has that with Cole Komet as well. And as they continue to just grow and develop as men, as players, and as teammates, we're going to hopefully reap the benefits of just seeing a well-old machine. And we have the potential, and I, and I, I always hesitate to say this and to say these type of things because I know it can come off as a little hyperbolic and that's just not one thing that I like to be as a content creator. Is I don't like to use much hyperbole, but I firmly believe this. Let me be clear in which I state this. I think that we are on the precipice of having the greatest Chicago Bears offense of all time, of, of the history of the Chicago Bears. I think we are setting that groundwork and setting that framework for us to have one of the best offenses that this franchise has ever seen. And keep in mind, we've never been a super high-powered offense consistently, right? Uh, and so... We've had little flashes of that at times along Cutler's career of just, you know, being a formidable offense. But I am talking about having one of those offenses that could potentially be one of the most dangerous offenses in all of the NFL when you just look at how things are stacking up. 
yeah, we got to see how that offensive line is going to come together and how they're going to protect Justin Fields and how Fields is going to grow as a passer. But if those things happen, when you look at just the, the weapons we have in wide receivers, which you already named, having Robert Tanyan and Cole Komet there at the tight end position, our running back room has been the talk of the town basically since the draft and adding Roshan Johnson there to a running back core after Dante Foreman and, and Khalil Herbert that is already shaping up to be a pretty damn good running back core as well. We have solid pieces all from top to bottom and probably already one of the more complete offenses on paper in Chicago Bears history. And so, and again, I say one of the most, not most yet, because it has to be proven on the field. They ain't proved the goddamn thing yet. And I, and I, I try to keep that in perspective as well. But I am extremely excited about where this team is headed, and offense and defense, right? But specifically that offensive area because that's where our leader is, right? That's where the franchise quarterback is, is on that offensive side. And as Bears fans, we, I don't want to call it spoiled, but we are used to having solid to great defenses throughout the history of the Chicago Bears. It's the offense. We have not always had the offense to support how good our defense has been in the history of this franchise. The fact that we're on the precipice, I feel, and close to getting and having the best offense in the history of this franchise, listen, it's, it, it gets me excited as a fan. And even as, you know, as a content creator, sometimes I have to separate the fan part of me from the content creation side and trying to be objective in that, right? But I, uh, the fan side, hey, Cordero, right, the, the Chicago Bears fan, not Hayes the podcaster, just really is just so buying into what we have on paper with this offense. And I, for one, hope that it, that it comes to fruition on the on the football field because I'm super excited about what we can become. But it's up to Justin Fields' growth. A lot is up to Luke Getze, his growth as well as an offensive coordinator and play caller as well and utilizing these weapons because you can have weapons and not use them correctly. And then all that talent you have on paper doesn't show up on the football field. And I, I really do hope that that's not what we have to worry about. It's going to be uh, – it's not going to be the well-oiled machine right to start the season. And we may not see the benefits until we build some continuity and growth into even next season with the team where we really see it really try to fire off on all cylinders. But I hope we see those flashes. I hope we see that framework. I hope we see that little bit that get, lets us know that we are truly on that trajectory to have a really great offense. But with that being said, I've talked about a few of them here. I want to grade the overall offseason by the Chicago Bears. And I think that, you know, we've graded free agency. We've graded the draft. And if you've watched the channel throughout all that time, you may have an indication on where I'm going to go with this. But we've had an offseason that has been just getting the right pieces, right? Not necessarily getting the big names, not spending the big money, but getting the right pieces. So I want to go over what we've done so far in free agency. And when you look at, first off, the, what we what we did in acquiring DJ Moore in a trade, right? Uh, getting TJ Edwards, uh, Robert Tanyan, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, Andrew Billings, Nate Davis at that guard position, Demarcus Walker at the edge, Dante Pettis we re-signed. I don't really look at that as, as an acquisition. Dante Foreman as well. Those were key signings or re-signings by the Chicago Bears or trades early in uh, the free agency period. And then when you look at what we added in the draft, Darnell Wright, Javon Dexter, Tyreek Stevenson, Zach Pickens, Roshan Johnson. That's not even to name players like Terrell Smith who can come in and, 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 and show something. Tyler Scott who can come in who may be able to find himself a role even in his rookie year. We've gone out and added so many weapons for this offense while also improving our defense and, and that being something that we're bringing in veterans but still 
young players at that as well. We did not sign a lot of older players in this, but we came in and got veterans who have been in the NFL in a while, but maybe even still have a little bit more to show, a little bit more room for growth that we can maybe even unlock a little bit more with, with the makeup of this roster. Overall, what Ryan Poles has done here in his second offseason, if you look at where the Bears were when he took over the team to where they are now, you cannot deny that this man has put his stamp on this football franchise. And whether it works or not, that's what remains to be seen. We'll end up seeing the story will be told on that uh, 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 absolutely in hindsight, as most things are with the NFL. But Ryan Post has come in, he's added positions, not even added a lot of long-term questionable contracts as well. Jermaine Edmonds, yes, got a big contract. But outside of that, a lot of the contracts that he added have been very favorable to, to the players and to the team. And that's one thing about Ryan Poles that I like what he does. He's not just living in the moment. He's also looking towards the future because he knows that he's going to have to add other things to the team. He knows that there may be a pivot coming at times for this team at certain positions. And he's operated in the sense that, yeah, I'm going to prepare my team for now, but I don't want to give do anything or make any deals that may end up long-term hurting this team. Opposite of what the Chicago Bears, of Chicago Bulls do, unfortunately, but go to Chicago Bulls Central to hear my gripes with that team. But really looking at what he's done, to me, free agency was nothing less. I don't see how you can give free agency nothing less than a B minus. I mean, a B plus to A minus for the Chicago Bears and the draft. The way that we operated the draft and just using the first overall pick to net us as many assets that we got back. Yeah, we won't know the full story on that until we get that that future first and stuff and actually use that in the draft for the full story to be told on that. But we got we went out and got Justin Fields a true number one wide receiver at a time where somebody like me thought, hey, the Bears may address the trenches. They may address these things first. And wide receiver may be something that they may have to address later. And Ryan Poles went out and got the deal done that brought us both. We've had quietly a really good offseason. When you look even at at players that that left the team, the only ones, the only player really that left this team that is a huge question mark to be able to go somewhere else and just perform out of their mind is really David Montgomery, right? Nobody's worried about, so to say, Riley Reef and what he's going to do elsewhere. I don't think anybody's worried about uh, Sam Mustafer signing with the Baltimore Ravens. Ryan Poles brought the right players back. There's questions around David Montgomery because we all love Monty, don't get me wrong. But when you go out and then still get value in Dante Foreman, and bringing in Roshan Johnson in the same offseason that you lose David Montgomery in, I call that a pretty damn good pivot. I call that a pretty damn good pivot, and it could end up paying off better in the long term for the Chicago Bears once we see how Roshan Johnson actually develops. Ryan Post has done a masterful job, in my opinion, this offseason, and giving the Bears total offseason, I got to give it an A-. That's where I sit on it, and it can even go to A+, depending on how some of these players develop, how some of these rookies end up getting into the starting lineup if they do, if he does make a favorable trade for an edge or, or, or maybe goes out and sign an edge that eventually does pay big dividends for the Bears. Overall, I'm in love with what we did this offseason, and this is one of the more exciting times in me in my 36 years of being a Bears fan. And I know not everyone shares as much optimism as I do about the Chicago Bears roster, and that's absolutely fine. I can understand understanding and agreeing are different, right? I can understand some of the pessimism that are that's around this the the moves that the Chicago Bears have made. I can understand it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I definitely understand where you guys are coming from that think, "Hey, did we do enough? Did we did we make did we did, is passing up on Jalen Carter is that going to be such a black cloud 
over over other things that happened in this draft that we're still going to eventually look back and say, no, we missed because of that move alone. I understand the pessimism around there. I understand the doubt around it because when it's all said and done, everything has to be proven on the field. And that's kind of what I always go back to. And, you know, talking about my excitement, talking about any kind of projections with the Bears, it all has to come back to the Bears being a better team on the football field. And that's the part we have not gotten to see whether true or not yet. And so as we go forth into the season and start, you know, getting able to see those things and how the Bears fare and as many close games as the Bears were in last year, right? The Bears could have really had about seven wins last season. if just execution or some slight things or penalties or turnovers went their, their way better, more in their favor than what it did. But, you know, the woulda, coulda, shoulda doesn't matter. You don't get woulda, you don't get coulda wins on your win-loss record. But hopefully this Bears team has done enough. It's done enough and that they will, they will improve in those areas. I would like to say that I expect the Bears to be at least a wild card uh, entry this year in the playoffs, but it still has to be shown on the football field. And as excited as I am about this team, as much as I see the potential in this team, both on offense and defense for us to have, maybe a offense and defense that both both ranks above the average uh, in, in the NFL, it all still has to be shown. And until we actually see it and we're talking about it happening in fruition, I will always be able to understand people being more pessimistic about this team maybe than what I am. But I'm riding a high right now. We'll see how long it takes me for, before I come crashing back down. If I'm brought back to reality, um, oops, there goes gravity. If, <laughs> shout out if you get that. But if I'm brought back to reality, once they start lacing things up and playing the real games and they start meaning something. But as of right now, Ryan Post has done a great job at restoring my faith in this franchise and my faith in where our ceiling is heading into the season. And that's really all the offseason is about is putting your, 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 your players and your team in the best situations possible. And I really do think that we've done that. I think we've gotten acquisitions that make sense to the roster maybe don't have the biggest names maybe doesn't didn't have the the most didn't fill up the stat sheet in the, in the most impressive way but when everything comes together I'm, I'm liking how the this team looks in totality on paper right now and let's see if that comes in into fruition in real life once the game starts now before we go today I do want to debunk some rumors right so CBS uh, sports has come out and Quint Quinnen uh, Williams, who you know ha- has had a tweet and talking about some defensive tackle for, seems like he's going to be leaving uh, that team. And so the questions, the question is right now is, could the Bears be a fit? And this was raised by CBS Sports. Um, and who, who, what was the guy's name who did this one? Um, I, I don't even have his name. Why don't I have the name up? Uh, Tyler Sullivan. That's what it was. Tyler Sullivan. There you go. CBS Sports says this. Chicago passed on selecting defensive lineman Jalen Carter at the NFL draft and instead moved down to take offensive tackle Darnell Wright. They did bring aboard a couple of defensive tackles on day two with Jervon Dexter and Zach Pickens, but could still stand to improve that piece of their defense even more. At just 25 years old, Williams would fit seamlessly into the Bears' young nucleus, and head coach Matt Eberflus, a former defensive coordinator, would certainly love to bring in a player of his caliber to jumpstart their defense for 2023. Now, while I'm not going to completely call bullshit on this, right, we, in knowing Ryan Pose, and this is why I, I don't really like the national media, because I feel like they do try to make sense of it, but they talk themselves into things. Hey, Williams' contract is $10 million, or right below $10 million. And as we know with Ryan Pose is that if he feels he can get better overall value by paying cheaper, he's not necessarily going to swing for the big money contracts. Now, not that $10 million is anything crippling for a franchise or anything like that, but 
Quentin Williams is still looking to get paid and his next contract on top of that. When you have already brought in Billings, right, and you've already brought in two defensive tackles that could both be three techs or be versatile for you, I don't necessarily see if the Bears are going to make a trade and give up assets. It's going to be for that interior defensive line position because of what we have there. That's my personal opinion. I just don't see it happening with how Ryan Poles has managed this team thus far. Um, and I do think if Ryan Poles is going to give up anything in a trade, it's going to be at a position of need rather than a position that we have depth at now and we have players that theoretically you're going to want to project to be your starters. Now, that is not to take away from the talent that Quentin Williams is. He is a talent. He is a dog. He can come in and definitely improve most defensive lines immediately upon his impact. He is an all-pro defensive tackle for a damn reason. I do not want to take away from that at all, right? Don't want to take away. This is not at all the crap on the player at all. That's not what this is meant to do. But it's meant to say that with where this team is and how this front office has operated, I don't necessarily see it happening. And they go on further in this article to kind of say, well, Dexter Jr. didn't didn't produce in Florida, which he did produce. We've already talked about why those numbers are a little bit lower in Florida and how they play there. Zach Pickens, listen, Zach Pickens can be an absolute monster, but I, I don't necessarily see them going after Quentin Williams, who, yeah, listen, he got 12 sacks last season and, and forced three turnovers as well on top of that. This guy is a monster. I just don't know necessarily if I see about, I don't, if I see, Ryan Poles going after that with a, with a extension looming for Williams on top of that, and he's already rumored to want an extension upwards of about $90 million. I don't see it happening. I could be wrong. Bears fans, let me know what you guys think on it down below. But that's it. That's my time for today. Make sure you guys also get in mailbags. Tomorrow's a mailbag episode and Saturday. But make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes on Fridays and Saturdays, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.